Episode 10 Mujimaizi and the Rebels The Bitter Test of Rebellion Out of the rocky and rugged formation of the Batoka Gorge voices of rebellion arose voices unsatisfied with the recent turn of events rebels from every faction rallied around the young Valengu Mujimaizi Vediango Mukama Musan with Sekute Kongochete and the selected heir chosen by the Council of Elders. He stood ahead above the crowd, calm and collected, even as the masses broke out in song and dance accompanied by tribal drumbeats amid rhythmic claps. He bore the resemblance of his uncle, the king, inheriting the same composition except younger, handsome but compliant. It was easy to see why the Prime Minister and the Council opted for him. He could offer the Kingdom a sense of continuity while being a puppet whose strings were being pulled by the mighty and the powerful. Our Kingdom is divided. Our young are being slaughtered and the heretics wander our sacred grounds. Traitors are being released and the Makololo have been welcomed in our midst. Mujimaisi confidently incited the masses. If not you, Novanamukuni, then who? If not now, when? The future of our kingdom is in our hearts. The Bajaya watched hidden above the gorge as the rebels offered each other a distorted version of the truth. You can't blame them. They are acting according to the rumors of the truth they know, Ngonia observed. That's because you keep asking me for evidence tying Mwendambeli to the raid, her assistant blamed. You know we cannot act solely on the words of traitors. The Prime Minister, Mwendambeli, he's a powerful man. And my brother is untouchable. You already know that he's their token of peace, she narrated as her brother continued to rally the crowd. It was a thin line she walked upon. As they watched, several rebels ventured towards the village bearing rocks and metallic objects. Should we stop them? Wait, Gonya ordered her subordinates. With her eyes narrowed into slits, she observed her brother denounce some of the protesters wanting to use violence. To live and to warm way. We are one people. The elders have a peaceful way of handling this matter, Mujimaizi cautioned. If we use any violence, we'll be warranting our demise. Mbapati, these are elders we're dealing with, not children. Underneath the moon's light, Simusoma, the traitor's son, returned from a business trip in the distant Masavingo area. He seemed like a shell or a hollow version of himself. Grabbing a dry piece of dry wood and placing it over the opposite fire beside them to burn. Are you fine? I have seen things I cannot unsee. He settled down, reserving a spot for Ngonia. I have seen people paraded like cattle, shackled, mother separated from child. He took a deep breath his eyes on the slow burning fire. 
They hadn't made their monthly fire chat meeting to catch up on what's new. It'll be alright, don't worry, she comforted, rubbing his back as his mother would have done. But this was a new frontier for her. Ngonya didn't know what to do or what to say in such situations. And we couldn't do anything about it. He broke the silence after a while. The man hunters and the raiders have reduced the demand for ivory and iron. If we do nothing, they might enter the interior towards our kingdoms. And once they come, they'll find us divided. And the divide is growing and others are taking advantage of it. Your little brother, he has always been too ambitious for his good, he chuckled. We called him Wendambeli when he was young. It really infuriated him. But he means well. The road to hell is paved in good intentions, she smiled, turning the fire. A lot of terrible things in this world have been done by people with good intentions. He is a good person, yes, I know that. But I fear that he has surrounded himself with the wrong people. People who just want to use him for his position. That is as broad as daylight. And how is our king doing? After the interruption by Mosoko Twani. <laughs> I, I cannot discuss kingdom matters with you. I worry that he keeps digging himself deep into a hole. Every good effort of his appears worse. I guess he is good. My dad has begun to talk. He keeps saying the truth will come out eventually, Simusoma said, gently pushing another dry wood into the fire. I pray it does. I really miss him. That was really brave of him, Mwendambeli. He really had a tooth for justice that day. <laughs> hey, he really loves his kingdom. They both laughed, noticing the irony and hypocrisy of politics. It's all about appearances for them. Truth is all but relative. That's absurd. Some things are true. Take the sun, for instance. It's unchanging. It's always there. The sun, the moon. The idea of different truths is self-contradictory. I know, I know. The owl was hooting to the full moon as it shone its rays against the river. The crickets and the toads sang their praises to their creator as a gentle breeze blew through them. It's strange how peaceful it all seems, despite the treacherous scheming and politics happening in the kingdom. Scene 2, Episode 11 Mothers and Daughters, Love Conquers All This was a night like none other. The king, in his enclosure, turned a different fire, sitting under the same moonlight as his niece Ngonia. His mind was on a different matter altogether. It drifted through the several years of his reign, from the day he inherited the kingdom from Siniamba, when the Makololo first invaded the kingdom, and the time he met face to face with the warriors, to this current day. He recalled the death of several of his friends and the irony of an alliance he was about to make with the Makololo. He understood that sometimes for the sake of peace, it was necessary to create peace with our enemies and people we don't like or agree with, for the sake of the greater good. 
Enmity costed him many friends and a grandchild. This was too much. Then there was the matter of the Ndevele closing in on them. An alliance against a common enemy was their best option. They say the crown is heavy on the shoulders of those who wear it, comforted his wife, Tinta. You are never meant to carry it on your own. I worry what will become of our children. If anything should happen, he thought of the filth of transitions and the vouchers currently encircling him. He was very aware of how much each of his innocent actions were being misinterpreted. Go, get some rest. We are fine. There's nothing we can't handle together. You are strong. You've always been the stronger one. He held her face in his hands, the fire illuminating a beauty and strength he loved. Of course, we can handle this together. In his eyes, she hadn't aged a day. She was his first wife, official wife really, even though cultures dictated that he would marry as many times as possible. He only made the official marriage with Tinta and with none of the others. Why don't you just hold a meeting to explain your reason to everyone at the Gunga? Mujima is growing impatient. I worry that uh, others are taking advantage of him. He is a good son son of his father. I'm sure Congo Chete would be proud of the man he has become. I don't think he would encourage the thirst for power. It runs in his blood. It's his birthright. He only needs to channel it better and surround himself with good people. She didn't respond. She always trusted him. He had rescued her from Ndevele raiders that pillaged her village and killed her fathers and mothers and brothers before her eyes. She was the young girl hiding inside the thirsty butala or silo, and he was the boy who stretched out his hands to pull her out of it. She knew she could trust him. She felt a certain familiarity with him, even as he suggested that she joins the Bajaya and defend herself. She was once a warrior fueled by revenge, but then conquered by love. There is nothing a good knight cannot handle. Oh, I give up. Of course. For you, I would give up anything too. He lay his seat on its side and followed his bride into the palace. The royal guard ceremoniously saluted and opened the heavy doors for the couple to enter. I have a suggestion. The Bajaya had a system we called single combat. Instead of fighting a battle that would cost several lives and a long time, she paused, observing his heightened concentration and narrowed eyes, with his hands on his chin. Explain further. We could have the strongest warriors on both teams to fight each other. People would get a sense of justice knowing who has the upper hand in this alliance. She smiled, revealing her perfectly structured teeth. It would be entertaining and a distraction from the plot against your life. He paused their casual walk and held both her hands in his. Our strongest warrior is before me. I fear I cannot take that risk. It is sad. It's a beautiful idea. What would I do without you? Rescue another broken girl, I suppose. 
Guri wingi guri sungu na mtiti mabu menda vila tulaya.